What's up, people? I'm Mike. I'm Paulo. And I'm Ryan. And this is our Very Normal Opinion. This is where we talk about anything and everything. And fuck your opinion, because this is ours. You want one? Get your own podcast. It's not that hard. Alright, guys. Today, we're going to start to show off with what's going on in our country. Uh, a lot of craziness happening. Obviously, 2020 has been one hell of a ride. Um, COVID-19 still a huge uh, part of our day-to-day living, changing our normal um, routines. I mean, now this is our basic, our new routines are our, our basic routines, right? So, but on top of that, we've got a lot of, uh, a lot of injustice, a lot of uh, craziness happening with, with uh, equality and human rights. So um, we want to touch on that a little bit. Uh, you know, start off with, with the protests. Uh, how do you guys feel about the protesting? We've had some here, um, very peaceful in the Coachella Valley, but obviously we've seen that um, how other areas are, 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 are handling it. What do you guys think about the protests? Man, I think at least here locally in the Coachella Valley, the, the protests have been great, I think. Very peaceful. Um, I think there was... One, I think it was the Palm Desert one and the Palm Springs one really grew some large numbers. Yeah, it was 500 people. It was good to see that amount of people were all able to peacefully protest. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm all in support for those protests. You know, as long as you do it peacefully, get your message across peacefully, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, the message behind it is, is it's a huge message, right? I mean, it's something that... That, that the world needs to hear, that, that, our, that our leaders need to hear and understand that there's obviously a huge frustration, um, especially when it comes to Black Lives Matter, right? So um, I'm glad to see that we had peaceful protests because it doesn't take away from the, the cause. Yeah. Um, you know, it just, it just it goes to show, right, what, what a protest, what... what, what um, a well-organized protest yeah. can... And we're, I think we're already starting to see some changes. Um, like the, I think I was reading the Palm Springs police chief. He already wants to sit down with the community, you know, get opinions, hear mm-hmm. feedback from the community members to see what they can do, what he can do to make the department better. And yeah. that's, I think that's what all these protests are striving for. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad, especially where we live, again, we, it was just a peaceful protest. Uh, nothing crazy went on around here and we really did it the right way. Uh, no, it was, I mean, that, that's, that was the scary part. I remember watching the news and was like, man, I hope, I hope nothing crazy happens. Um, you know, you don't want to take away from, from the meaning behind it. It's just, uh, yeah, it, it's good to see that, um, we're already seeing change out here in our communities. Cause I mean, especially when it comes so close to home, you hate to hear about shit like that. I mean, yeah. obviously it happens. We, you know, I don't think any of us are, are naive or ignorant to the fact that the world isn't isn't the way it, it could be or should be, right? Yeah. So there's always going to be room for change. And, and for us, um, you know, I think as long as we can get that message across to our kids, to our, to our families, um, they're the future, man. You know what I mean? Them, yeah. them, them taking this experience... And then hopefully, you know, adding this to, um, you know, their their lives and their futures uh, will help change and be a brighter, 
Right. Yeah, so I, I think all these changes everyone is striving for, by the time our kids grow up, I hope those changes are made. Oh, yeah. So I, was, better. I, I was reading this thing, like, every every decade, right? Like, every generation, there's something new. And you look at it, and I'm sure, like, we look back at those videos that we've seen um, from, and you're like, man, I couldn't even imagine treating a human being like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And then to see that we still have so much more to grow... But just seeing how much we grew from that, because that was, I mean, some of these videos I've seen are just disgusting. Yeah. Um, so then seeing that, you know, and knowing that we, we think that's crazy, when our kids get older, they're going to look back and be like, man, you guys were some fucking racist back then. Because, yeah. I mean, it, it's just, that's how, that's how much, you know, I'm hoping the growth is. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, at this point, you know, for me... And in my in our family, you know, we don't see color. You know what I mean? And I, and I, I, you know, I may I may say that might be a little ignorant on our piece, but for us, we're so blended. I, I've never I've never thought of it that way. You know what I mean? I think for me personally, um, I've never said like I I don't see color. I see color, but don't I don't treat nobody different. Yeah. You know. Because I feel like for some people, their the color of their skin is really important to them. Really, you know, it goes back to your culture. Um, but as long as you treat everybody, you know, that old saying we were always told growing up, treat everybody how you want to be treated. Yeah. That's, I think that's how it should be. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I know we talked about how we all sat back and hoped that it was a peaceful protest. Obviously... With all the riots that are going on, that's what got it a little bit nerve-wracking, especially when you're sitting at home looking at what's going on in your community. I think that was uh, that's the part that's upsetting because that takes away from, in my opinion, the message, the meaning behind the protests. And again, I think that's a totally separate group with a separate agenda, right? I mean, that's somebody that's coming out and trying to take advantage of a situation. Um, and it's just, uh, it's sad to see, especially when... You know, a lot of the businesses and places they're tearing up. I mean, I understand you go after corporates, you take down a Target or a Walmart. Um, when you're hitting mom and pops, like that's that that's your community enough. that you're tearing down. Yeah, which it, yeah, it doesn't make sense. And if you saw when all these protests and riots started, there were a lot. The majority of the protests were still peaceful, mm -hmm. but those few instances of all the looting and the rioting. Mm -hmm. took over all of social media, all of the news coverage, yeah. and that's all you saw. Yeah. You know, and that, I don't think that's not the point everyone's trying to get yeah. across. I, I, do, I do think, um, I think news, social media, um, they, they play a big factor in, in kind of the narrative of certain things. And I think my personal opinion is... You know, we need to show some more of the good that's happening and not so much of the bad um, because you can see much of that. You know what I mean? You saw a couple here and there. Oh, there was a peaceful protest here, but they weren't they weren't highlighted. You know, they were saying? focused. They oh, focused when's when's on. the next big looting? When's yeah. the next big riot? Yeah. Everything you turned on everything. And it's like, I understand we're not naive to what's happening out there. Yeah. But uh, for all the and it's the same thing with the COVID-19 situation. Like, let's start showing some of the positive as well. As a native, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I want to see the people that have, have recovered from it. Yeah. You know I mean, I want to see how they're, how they're, you know, how they're doing. Not, yeah. not the people that are sitting in their deathbed. I mean, that's, that's rough enough. We know, we understand it's real. It's coming. You know what I mean? It's here. 
that it is potentially life you know threatening to some but let's start looking at some of the positive stuff especially right now when it's just 2020 just seems like a total shit show like i feel like every month um i saw this meme like you're you're in jumanji like like congratulations you got through may now here's June, oh, yeah. and we get this something yeah. brand new, dude. <laughs> I seen this. I seen this one that said it's, a, it's the calendar was leaked for 2020, and every month it's something else. This is like next month, I think, is like a, a UFO uh, attack, and then yeah. and then it goes back to COVID 19 for three months, and then uh, well, <laughs> then something else. The yeah. other day I saw. Um, I don't know if you guys remember in 2012. Supposedly it was supposed to be like the end of the world. Yeah. According to the Mayan calendar. Uh, what they said, they had an alternative, an alternate reading of that calendar, and it says next week. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. So this is what June's going to be about now, the end of the fucking world. Yeah. But, I mean, at this point, let's just say some crazy shit's going to happen. You got a 50-50 chance yeah. in 2020 <laughs> that it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, hey, guys, next week, giant chickens are going to come and attack the world. Fuck, it's probably, I mean, there's a good chance it might happen. Some fucking, uh, some scientist somewhere is enhancing that, and, and here we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it, it just seems like it, it, it's a rough, it's a rough year. So, I think for all of us, you know, and again, I think this is where news, uh, social media, you know, everyone with those responsibilities um, should start showing some positive to kind of help us get past this, this yeah. rough, rough time. We understand, right? I mean, obviously, show us the breaking news and see what's really going on, but at the same time, just... Maybe maybe start showing some good stories. Yeah, I think you know? I think the the news channels they're just you know they're pretty much a hundred percent driven on ratings. Yeah. And if you get your highest ratings when you're showing the violent looting, yeah. yeah. You know, corporate wise or you know, I don't see how you would go away from that. Yeah, I mean the the one thing that that I am glad that they're showing, and, and it's and it's being brought up, is. Um, and again, I'm I'm happy that they're showing this. You know, the 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 clips of police brutality or or, or incidents where cops may overstep or, or cross a line. I, I think that's a I think that's what's going to be a good a good changing or a good pivot to change is the fact that um, now things are being able to be recorded a lot yeah. more than they used to. So clearly, but, there's an issue, but now now there's it's it's broadcasted that there's an issue. You think when when was it a few years ago when the body cams started getting introduced and all the cops started wearing them? You think that would you know make cops more lean more into doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know. I mean, something else needs to change. I don't know what it is. Are the are the body cams constantly on from the moment that they step on? To, on duty or no? I think, I think just they turn when it they on. need it. I think you. I think I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think they're supposed to turn it on when they're about to, you know, if they pull someone over before they get out yeah. of their car, they're supposed to turn it on. Yeah. Stuff like that. So as needed. Yeah. No. no as, you, as, as you as you enter it's, it's every process. as you enter every situation. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like, if I'm about to pull someone over before I get out of the car, I gotta turn that body cam on. Yeah. Again, I don't know enough about that. Yeah. I, I personally think that, um, in my opinion, something that needs to change is maybe the way the training goes. Um, I think 
when people say defund the police, I, I understand where that comes from um, because I definitely think there's other places, especially to lead change, is, is you know, the public schooling needs to be funded more. Yeah. Um, but I feel like when you start to defund certain places, you start to defunding, uh, like I say, you defund the police, you're going to lower the quality of employee that you've got, in my opinion, because then obviously the change in, in the way they do business is going to change. Um, so I don't know if it just maybe reevaluate where that funding is going. I think there should be maybe different procedures or steps on that need to be evaluated, maybe updated on mm-hmm. how you handle people and situations. I think yeah, you need, I think, first things first, I think people need to, when they see defund the police, a lot of people automatically assume, oh, why do you want to get rid of the police? Yeah. Like that, that's not what that movement is about. Um, it's, it's more about, you know, maybe they are overfunded. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they want to give more money to the public schools, stuff like that, mm-hmm. to help the community. Um, but I do think they need they do need to make it more difficult for someone to become a cop, a police officer. Yeah, I think you need so many more courses. You need de-escalation courses. Um, I don't think it would even be a bad idea if you need a, a three or four year degree from somewhere to be a cop. You know, I don't see how you you go into an academy for a year, year and a half, and then boom, you're a cop now. Yeah, the, the, the one thing the one thing I don't understand is how that's. I mean, again, I don't I don't not a cop, so I don't know exactly how much their training is each month or each year or whatever that they keep doing. But when I see a lot of these videos, I think you know my number, and I, like I told you guys earlier, I think what what gets me is the fact that they're just getting tossed around. Half the time, yeah, and it's like that's that's in my opinion a problem. Like if you aren't able to to take someone out without like like non lethal ways, then you're gonna rely on when you're done. There's a, a mistake in the training. I, yeah, I think there's got to be a consistent update in training as well. So I like, think, I mean, and, that, and that's but see that's where I say <laughs> I don't think that if you defund them, you won't be able to add more training. So mm-hmm. that's why I say maybe the funding just needs to be distributed in a different way, where now they look at how you train because again, you know, I, I just think if, if I'm if I'm not confident that I'm able to take someone down without having to, to use lethal you know, lethal weapon, um, then I then you wouldn't see as many of those. I mean yeah. you have to have the guys, if you're able to take a guy down and, and maybe you had jujitsu training or some kind of, you know, some way of taking someone down and subduing them without having to actually tase them or shoot them, um because obviously, you know, if, if someone is resisting arrest, then I get it. You have to you have to use force, but yeah. non-lethal force, in my opinion, should be your number one and, and, and one of the only the first ways go-to. to go. Yeah. Um, obviously, being a police officer is probably one of the scariest jobs in the world. You're putting your life on the line half the time, but then when you look at some of these videos that come out, like, man, those videos look like it just could have been maybe, you know, uh, someone didn't have to die that it way. It could have been handled differently, differently. from the beginning. Yeah. Like you said, if they had more training on how to, you know, how to control someone with some jujitsu or something. Yeah. Who knows? That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, so for me, like, obviously, you know, I don't, I, I don't know the process and how to become a cop. I, I see some of the police officers, especially some in the videos, maybe bigger cities. It's less of a requirement just because from what it looks like. I just think that um, my honest opinion is that there's got to be a change. And the change is, uh, maybe it's just something that needs to be updated. I think maybe the, the process. The, yeah, the, the training every, needs to be improved. 
But I mean, that's everything though, right? Everything needs to be changed. Everything, every year, something changes. Yeah. So you need to constantly change. So the way we've done, you know, the way they've done business or the way we've done business in the last, you know, year doesn't mean that's the right way of doing business. There's always ways to get better and, 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 and get, um, you know, grow more of a connection to your communities. If I think that, you know, when it comes to police, it's just, they, they need to change. That's why I like what Palm Springs is doing. Meet with the community, taking those notes, Kind of getting that feedback back, and then and then taking that back into maybe you know and then sit down and redraw out the process. Yeah. And it might be some small tweaks here or there. You know what I mean? Like you said, some things that will change and, and make it a little bit harder to become a police officer. Maybe um, and see that's the thing is if you defund them, then you got to think maybe wages start to come down. So then you're going to get. I mean, what do you get? You're going to someone that's going to want to risk his life for twenty bucks an hour? I doubt it. And then at that point, then you get corrupt police. So again. I, I, I fall down that rabbit hole every time I go on YouTube. So conspiracy theories and shit like that is something yeah. I always look at. But I'm just saying that I think when it comes to police, maybe not defund, maybe re restructure, rebuild, um, get it better. Definitely, it's not, it's not good now. It needs more training before they're they're giving the title of cop. They're able to apply somewhere to be a police officer. Yeah, they definitely need to improve the training before that. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, can all that be possible? Like you said, if we defund the police, like, would they be able to get the proper training, uh, not just combat, but obviously, like you said, de-escalating situations? Um, That's also why I mentioned, you know, if they have three or four-year degree required to be a cop, yeah. you could put all that training into there. You could have them start, you know, basic jujitsu, And, you know, yeah. I, I don't know the... You know how many belts there are, but you know whatever you say, you need to be, you know, trained in jujitsu for this amount of time before you can go as well. Yeah, so definitely they're gonna need, like you said, certain requirements. At least making it harder to become a test, or test-wise, they have to pass certain tests, things like that. Like yeah. that's how you guys feel like. Well, it's like a nursing program. There could be a police program yeah. for mm -hmm. that. I mean, in nursing, that's not part of the nursing budget, right? Yeah. That comes out of what you go to school for. Yeah. So maybe do something like that. Exactly. I mean, obviously that that that's you got to see how that pans out. But mm -hmm. um, again, I'm not. That's not my job. I'm just making an opinion of what I think we need to do. I just I know that the system is broken. It needs to be fixed. It needs to be mended. It needs to be. There needs to be a change in the way we do things. Because yeah. again, I I don't want no police. Fucking some weirdos at my door. I'm calling the cops. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, don't, I don't think. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone's really calling for no police except idiots. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. But I think definitely, you know, better training, better. I don't know. Yeah. Awareness. All, all I know is, um, with all this going on, it obviously shows there was. Uh, there's still a lot of work to do in America to fix uh, fix the way our, our system is, is ran or our system is um, works. But um, the one good thing is that we do we are seeing somewhat of uh, light at the end of the tunnel. I know that with COVID nineteen still around, we're seeing some more spikes with with obviously the larger gatherings of people. But hospitals, especially out here in the valley, saying you know we're not to capacity yet. We're we're good, and we're still seeing things open up so that's always 
something positive. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. in the business that, that you know we're in, or, or just in general, how we, you know, I want to say a couple months ago or a month ago, we were scared that we we're going to hit a great depression. I mean, obviously that's still a reality now. A lot of businesses still aren't able to open up. There's been for there's like been this. a lot of layoffs. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of these jobs are starting to open back up too. So, um, you know, cool zoos opening up on Monday or living desert living opening up yeah, on Monday. On Monday. You see gyms, tattoos, and nail parlors are starting to open up. Um, bars. God God knows we need bars, so that's good. That's just, I mean, that wasn't essential, but I would think it would be yeah to get through this shit shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's good. That's good that we're starting to see things open. So what does it? So what's what's exactly as of right now? Everything is open except for. I think, I um, think you mentioned a zoo, um, tattoo parlors, and nail shops, nail salons, are set to open this week, um, and I think. A movie theaters tomorrow. Movie, movie uh, theaters. I want to say uh, they were Monday, able to open. They opened. Was it Friday? Yeah, yeah. Friday. Yeah. Um, I think we're we're starting to reach back to normal. Yeah. Um, and that's good. I was in casinos, um, just walking, taking a look at it. I know the process is a lot, a lot. Uh, it's more extent to get in. They're, the way they're cleaning and the way they market is really interesting. That every machine is labeled like, hey, you're open or you're you're clean or whatever that looks like. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think. Uh, I think it's it's cool to kind of see that things are opening up. It, on on the bright side, we're starting to see a lot more, a lot more things going on. So, yeah. I think that's good job wise. I, everyone, we need to get back to normal. Um, yeah, we need to get back to normal. That's, I think. The, the sooner that we're able to get back to normal, the the least of a chance that we're able to get into a recession. Because um, that's, that's the last thing that I think we need. I think if we were to hit a recession this year, man, wouldn't that be the cherry on top? Went through all this bullshit. And as soon as you think you're getting past it, POW! <laughs> Recession. And I don't know, man. I think the last recession, you know, we were kids, I guess. Yeah. We were still in high school. In high school, yeah. But, I mean, now as adults, I got a freaking kid. I don't... I see it as a whole nother demon now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Really changes your perspective on things, man. Yeah. And I mean, I did see, uh, did you guys see uh, Disneyland is proposing to reopen? Yeah, I saw that. Next month. Um, I don't know how all their, what rules they're going to set in place. I'm sure it's going to be like, like everything else. Limited capacity, um, temperature checks. Uh, what mass or a lot more given. sanitizing? Yeah. Um, the lines will probably be a lot longer because you got to think they're gonna probably after everybody gets on they'll probably sanitize and then let people back on. I wonder um, if they'll they'll do virtual lines. You know where you 
on the say the the app or whatever uh-huh you say get in line and then you come back at this time yeah like if it was a fast pass yeah they may do a lot more fast passes for everyone yeah you come back between this time frame um i don't know I, I, it's interesting to see what what disney does i'm sure they've got unlimited amount of, of money that they can tap into and so when you see what they do i'm sure you're gonna see a lot of their uh places kind of take 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 that same approach i think they took a big hit though with all these movies they've had to postpone and push back yeah but you think they're they, they've got reach <laughs> and, th- and this and this is probably the best thing that's ever happened like for vegas you think about vegas like how, how vegas since it's been a thing it's been open yeah so to be able to close down kind of refurbish clean really dig deep into every nook and cranny like i'm sure there's gonna be a bunch of new rides that were refurbished or you know touched up and and they weren't looking like just dry as shit like it's probably a good thing this happened um obviously financially it's gonna be tough to bounce back but i think with the amount of I mean, because look at the Disney Plus. They let go of a couple movies. They let, like, uh, Onward, I think, came out. Onward, yeah. Um, Frozen 2. Frozen 2, they put out there. Um, They held on to Mulan. They decided they weren't going to put that one out yet because when this thing hits, they're going to want something to kind of bring in some movies. So, I mean, I think it's just like in, uh, you know, back in the day, I want to say it was the Great Depression. People would go to the movie theaters a lot. Yeah. Right? So during during times where it's dark like this, you're going to want to go and escape and go see a movie to put yeah. you in a different mindset for two hours. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm sure they're cooking up something. I'm sure something's going to come out. You know what I mean? They've been working on things, uh, you know, and when, when these things come out officially, I can I can almost guarantee it's going to be, it's going to rake in a lot of that money that they lost. Yeah. And, and the thing is, as long as... Uh, people have money to spend I think they're gonna go and spend it because you could tell by these protests and tell by looking at the beaches and things like that like people are itching to get the fuck out of their house so as soon as you say hey we're good to go I I think I saw Riverside and San Bernardino County is gonna lift the the requirement to wear masks now that's a suggestion you know they want you to they want you to wear masks but it's not it's not yeah but but certain businesses can still if, if I was if I was a business, I'd say you have to wear a mask. Yeah, me too. You know, so I think it's like a policy basically. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you, you know how you see those those signs: no, uh, no shoes, no shirt, no service, and no mask, no, no service. service. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That. But what's time. fucking wild is how mad people get about that. Like I've been so I've been able to go out and eat in restaurants, uh, such as the work I do. So I've been yeah. out and eating out, and it's at first it was a fuck. It was, it was scary. Like, it was weird going and sitting in somewhere. You're like, fuck, it's weird. You don't want to touch me. Can I sit here? Can I go? You know, everything's separated. But, like, you go in there with your mask on, right? Obviously, when you eat, you take your mask off to eat. You're sitting next to somebody, you know what I mean? Depending if you're with, because, I mean, I don't eat by myself, um, which would probably be depressing. But I mean, I'm sure some people do. I'm sure you could. I have had in the past. I'll sit at Starbucks by myself. Talk about the movies by yourself. It's like, in, remember that forgetting Sarah Marshall? And he's like, oh, table for one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that sucks. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Going to the movies by yourself sometimes could be a... It's therapeutic. I know, therapeutic, <laughs> I know some right? people that will go to movies by themselves. <laughs> you know, yeah, I do. I know I have, I have a co-guy that work with them go to the movies by themselves. And when he just watched it, he's like, yeah. I could. I don't know. I, I don't know. I couldn't. Oh, because... Like me, when there's a movie on, like if I'm going to the theater, I don't like talking like 
at all. So yeah. I don't think anything really changes if I go by myself. No, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. The, only, the only difference is, you know, when you're when you exit the theater going to your car, you have those conversations about what you just yeah. watched. But I mean, I'll, fuck it, I'll talk to myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I like. I mean, there hasn't been any movies that I've that I haven't been able to go see, but the ones I have seen, luckily my wife's wanted to see them with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I've taken my kids. Um, the older ones, Zoe, I would fucking, I would not take Zoe. Uh, the other two, I would. Mila and Audrina, no problem. The little one, she can stay with with Uncle Paulo. I, I'm not taking her. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, her, her and Liam can stay with that day. We'll, yeah. we'll go watch yeah. it. Because <laughs> yeah. they're wild, man. They won't let us. But you know what I mean? That's, that's the thing, though. Is now that those are open again, you know, obviously, like, when it comes to my kids, I'm a little bit more weary. So I'm not going to just jump in and have my kids go and, and do all these so things. So if you had the, the choice, like, Disneyland opens, would you guys go quickly? No. Definitely not, man. No. Absolutely not. I mean, it, it's going to be an experience for those people that do go, because I think it. I think they're planning to reopen the same day it actually opened uh, originally, the original open yeah, date. Yeah. I heard that was like so. That's pretty cool, man. Like that's that's ironic. And then for those people, I wonder if they were holding on that, you know, a little while it, longer. I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was some kind of uh, there was talk about it, but to see how it how it pans out, that's really awesome. Yeah, I would love to be a part of it, but then at the same time, um, I'm good watching it. You know, from online, yeah, and, or having someone that went tell me. Again, I'm just not. I'm not there yet. And again, I think this thing's gonna do a lot of. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of mental healing that's gonna have to happen from this. Yeah. I think a lot of like people, even our, even mm -hmm. our kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the the kids nowadays are gonna be going through their life with this. You know, almost like this PTSD or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is gonna be something that they're gonna have to deal with. So. Um, but watching everything open up, it's it's cool to see it. Like the malls are open, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of cool things that are happening. That's that feels good to kind of see we're getting back to normal. Um, and, and out here in the valley, this is our slow time anyways. To kind of see that that we're still staying busy is is awesome. So, um, you know what what does suck? Um, I don't know if you guys saw. You know how they postponed. Coachella and Stagecoach to mm -hmm. October mm -hmm. yeah. and they canceled it. Yeah, yeah. That that's I think for the Coachella Valley is such a huge hit. Yeah. Financially. It, it is, but when you look at the numbers, and again this is just because the business I'm at, I looked I've seen it. Um we're we're obviously still hurting, but I don't think we're we're hurting as much as we assume we were. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially no, I, the business. I think I'm everyone in. was expecting a lot worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's, it's not. It's not good. But I think not as bad as I think. At least me personally, I would. I was expecting a lot worse. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm. I'm. You know, it's still bad, but I'm just glad it's not as bad as I. And I'm. And I'm Initially glad, assumed. I'm glad, and I, maybe people are gonna disagree with me and say, you know, you're a fucking idiot. But I'm glad they they did that. I'm glad Coachella Fest and Stage are coming in. Just because in a time right now where we know we're going to have spikes, we know we're going to have these kind of... To have that many more people come in yeah. and possibly... From all over that the many world. People, all over the world. All over the world. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Let's go. Let's do it next year. Yeah. Like, what's, what's one more year? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? This is smart. Bro. You know, yes. This it's is like, one of those things. It's like six and, six more months. Yeah. Right? And six, I can take six more months. Next year's stagecoach, it's probably going to be fucking popping, bro. Like, people are going to go... 
crazy. If 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 so, like that's what I'm saying too. Like uh, no matter be. what happens, like no mask, all this bullshit, people are still gonna be like this has changed the world, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. this has changed the world. And like our great grandkids are probably laughing, like, man, you know, you wore a fucking mask, like what a loser. But I'm gonna be wearing masks. Like I don't care. Like and, and it's just because again, um I feel that that's until there's a cure for something like this, which we probably won't have until the you know end of next year. Um, Who knows if we even if we ever do? It could be just like the the common flu where you have stuff that'll help mm-hmm. against it, but there there might not be a for sure cure. I mean, eventually. I mean, I guess it's it's hard for me to say I'll never not wear a mask, but I definitely will have one at least part for the remainder of twenty. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Probably beginning of twenty twenty one as well. Just because I'm like fuck you. Got me once, not gonna get me twice. Fool me 2020. Once. <laughs> I remember going in, ah, oh, yeah. 2020 vision, baby. We're gonna come in here hard, we're gonna kill it. And then, fuck. Nah, Dumb. it all started with Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. Psych. Fuck, you know what I mean? Like you thought? <laughs> I don't know. I just think that everything reopening is, is, is perfect. Like, this is just, this is the. This is the time to start. This is the time to do it. It's good to see that things are starting to kind of turn around a little bit. Obviously, you know, cases still going up. This is obviously a real, a real um, obstacle. But to know that there was, kind of brace ourselves for it and be ready for it and open it up, like, that's good. I think these next, I would say maybe two to three weeks will really um, s- determine whether we'll, we'll keep going full steam back to normal mm-hmm. or we'll pump the brakes a little bit. Because with all these protests and riots, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if there's going to be a, a big-ass second wave to come. Uh-huh. If there isn't, that's such great news. Yeah. Well, so that's what... There, there's going to be a second wave. But will it be as bad? And, and it will... In my, in, in my honest opinion, it will be just as bad, if not worse. But it won't happen now. It'll happen during flu season. Yeah, it'll happen during flu season. So when that flu season hits, we're gonna get hit again hard. But but the thing is, is knowing that I think they're gonna they're gonna brace themselves for it. Like school, I heard are thinking about taking that month off. Yeah, yeah, during the flu season. You know what I mean? You have probably businesses that will will up the you know the guidelines again. Probably Mm -hmm. make it to where hey, this month is mask month. Like you have to wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The sanitizing, things like that will have to probably be... Because the thing at that point, it's, it's not so much to keep you from getting it, it's to keeping it from spreading as fast as Exactly. Does. And that's what makes COVID-19 such a bitch, is it fucking spreads, spreads so quick fast. And easily. Again, dude, even if it spreads, we will never know we get it when it's already too late, you know? So That's what I'm saying. So it's just like, there, there, will, be, there will be a spike, there will be a, a huge spike, and it's going to be something that can possibly set us back again, but... Knowing it, just being ready for it. I wonder if a lot of things will close back down if we do get a uh, a wave like we did the first time around. Mm -hmm. So I think for the next four or five months, stack your chickens. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just be prepared (laughs) just in case. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, who knows? As long as we have sports by then, right? Do we have sports coming? Is sports coming back? What's opening up with sports? I think... Yeah, I think uh, sports, they're slowly... Besides baseball, they're fucking everything up. Um, but I think slowly they're they're starting to come back. Um, we know overseas in Europe, La Liga, Bundesliga, they came back already. They're playing. Um, 
MLS here and the the Liga MX, they start, I believe, the end of this month or early next month. So they're back. Um, baseball, just fucking everything up, man. We just wanted a season, but they can't come to terms. So whatever. Wait, was was baseball supposed to start already? Like the season was already supposed well, to start. The original season, you know, obviously back in in April, uh-huh. but the the league and the union, the players have just been going so back to back. I mean, the difference is like 12, 13 games between what they both want, and it's just so stupid. So it's so it's on. It's they're they're trying to negotiate. They don't even know when they're gonna start if. There's gonna be a season. And it's like the more they they bicker back and forth, like the least games you're gonna play and get paid for. What what are the what are the players trying to ask for less games? They want. I think they want. I think the biggest thing is they want their full salaries for all the games remaining that are playing. Uh-huh. So they then, wouldn't even go full season. Would no, they? no. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. something like that. I don't understand. I mean, obviously, get your money. Like, you got to get your money. But, yeah. like, uh, this is, like, un, un, like, this times that none of us have ever seen. Like, you're, yeah. you know, I don't know. And then the NFL, I think it's too early to tell if it'll impact their season. Um, you know, we got three months until the beginning of, of, of football season. Um, as long as we can get our fantasy leagues going, you know. No, I'm I think, I think football. I think football is like it's geared to go. Yeah, I think they're talking about how they're gonna be um, protesting in the game. Yeah, I think it's cool. You know what I mean? It's definitely something that um, to have that already kind of being talked about. Mm-hmm. Know, they're planning to play. So yeah, that's good. And um, then uh, NBA is coming back. I mean, that's. I mean, it. Hopefully. That's the biggest news for me. Yeah. Yeah, is no, that still planned to be open in Orlando? Or? Yeah, in yeah. over in Orlando at the Walt Disney Resort, um, and it's gonna be a twenty-two teams are coming back, sixteen will make the playoffs. So how does that look for the teams that are already like first and second? So like Lakers. And, I mean, they'll, they'll and still play for seating purposes. Okay. Um, and but I think those top teams. Will mostly use those because it's a it'll be a eight game season, so basically just those. They're once they get back, they're gonna play eight games and then they'll start the playoffs. Um, but I think those top teams will use those eight games as like conditioning, get back into game shape, stuff like that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So 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 it's eight games. So it's like game do or die. Like if you win or you lose, you go home. No, it's eight games to determine the the seating. Yeah, and then um, and regular playoffs. And then regular playoffs. Yeah. So would like first play the like twenty second team, and second would play the twenty first team. No, because it'll still be a sixteen team playoff. Yeah. So so so, so out of those top tw- sixteen, they'll be first yeah. and sixteen, and then second. So then eight teams would be eliminated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I'm saying those eight teams would be beaten by. Like a one game, like a game, like a, a no. It's just it's just like an eight game season. Mm-hmm. So every team is gonna play eight games, and then oh, who has the better record? Because yeah. I think oh, those eight okay. games is mostly for like those Bottom. six, seven, and eighth. I get it. Yeah, place teams, you know. Yeah. So so those those teams that are like one behind, On the bubble, yeah, exactly. yeah, behind exactly. eight. 
yeah. are, are playing because yeah. they have yeah. a chance to win. Yeah. And get, get back into That's it. cool. Yeah. That's cool. So it's going to be eight games and then playoffs, best of seven, like it normally yeah. is. I That's think cool. that, I mean, I haven't seen that they'll make any changes to it, but. So that means this, this shit's going to go right, right into. Because it'll be what? Starts in. It'll be during NFL season, yeah. Yeah, July. Because normally. July 30th. When do playoffs normally start? June? End in June. They end in they June. They end right? in June. Um, like but March, I think right? like if if the NBA finals went to a game seven, it would end in October thirteenth, I think. So when would the normal the regular season normally starts in October, right? Yeah. So how so would I think I, I mean the first proposal was they would turn around and start December first, which is a very quick turnaround. Yeah. Um, but I think the the players' association was pushing back on that. Uh, which makes sense. I mean, so would they have yeah. a shorter season next year, or would it be probably? Yeah, it would have to. It would have to. I think it's yeah. going to take them like a year or two to figure things out. Like, Dude, yeah. what's going to be our new normal? Like, do how we go back? Season yeah, do we go now? back to how we were before COVID, or are we going to do something new? You know. Yeah, which makes sense. Cause, yeah, you know, why do you? You're not gonna, you're not gonna just go right back into shit. But. Another big uh, topic about that is um, Kyrie Irving got about 200 players, active players, on a call, on a big-ass phone call, um, pretty much saying, you know, they're, they don't think there should be basketball played, mm-hmm. um, that it's a distraction to everything going on right now. Um, I, don't, I don't see it that way. What do you guys think? I definitely think that, I mean, you call me selfish, but I really think the season should come back. Yeah. You know, so, something like this, again, does you can't solve something like this over overnight, weeks, you know? Exactly. Like, um, you know, say you opt out of playing in this resumed season, you know, to help the movement you're supporting. The changes you're you're trying to make, it's not gonna be done in a month or two. It's gonna yeah. take years, a yeah, decade. I, yeah. I, don't I know. think if, if you're the player that wants to do that, by all means, I mean you have all the right in the world as an American to make that decision. Yeah. And you can and that's what's great, is that you don't have to do you do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for those that, that aren't guaranteed money, probably like, Yeah, I'm fucking playing. Exactly. I think you look at the way the you know, NFL's taking the approach where they're gonna be doing protesting there. I think that's the whole thing is showing how you how united the citizens of, of the United States of America can be. Yeah. To show that without change there there could be some real backlash. So showing that everyone can unite and that there is a there is a there is a call for change, there'll be change. But you need to you need to demonstrate that change. And if that means by sitting out and not doing something that you're you have a fan base or a platform you can kind of ignite change yeah to me like what what do you what are you yeah, gonna do i think are you gonna be protest are you gonna be i don't understand what what would you be doing if you weren't doing that because you know you even look like when colin kaepernick started he took his platform and he yeah he he protested during his games he mm-hmm. did what he did he built the, the the talk around it obviously it wasn't you know taken the right way um i'm sure you know, sitting back now, the world. A lot of people are. Like, uh, we should yeah, listen to this guy. Listen to him yeah. then. Yeah. But you know, again, this is that. But that's the point, right? It takes that person with that platform, with that fan base, to ignite that that call for change. And I think 
that was the beginning of it and seeing where it's at now, like, what do you do with it? You just don't show up to, to game. I mean, that's, that's on you. You decide what you want to do. I'm sure there's yeah. going to be players that are going to figure out ways to demonstrate and remind the world, like, change needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be done, like you said, overnight. But what, what is going to happen is uh, uh, over the mm-hmm. remainder of this year, at least, there will always be that, that reminder by watching sports that, that the world loves so much. Um, when you're watching that and you see those protests every night, if it's you know kneeling during the anthem or whichever way you know these these athletes decide to do it, you have a base that's going to be looking at such listening. a huge platform. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like I said, you do what you need to do. At the end of the day, I think uh, I think you you make that decision, man. Like that's that's cool. Either way, you know what I mean. Sports is good to have, especially if you're if you're a a top player or a very well-known, recognized player. I'm not sure if you would have the same, if you would reach the same platform, the same amount of people off the field or the court as you would on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone tunes in to sports games. Yeah. But if you you decide to opt out and then you want to make a change, not everyone is going to tune in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, yeah. but I don't know. There's just so much going on. I think uh, it's up to every every individual to decide what they're gonna do. Um, but that's that fits right into fucking 2020. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every day is different. So um, what a you know, time. That's that's the decision individuals are able to make. So you make that decision, and it is what it is. But. Um, for those that, like, I think Kyle Kuzma came out and said, like, I just want a ball. Don't get me twisted. Just put so. that just want a hoop, man. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, I just like to not, you know. I mean, who's to say you can't even use the platform, again, that they're in right now, like, on TV? You know what I mean? They, like, I understand you may think it's a distraction, but to feel like it's going to take away from, you know, what's going on, that's that's crazy to me, you know. But but that's you have you have the ability to determine if that's a, a distraction or not. Yeah, you yeah. Keep exactly. talking about it. Yeah, you know you have those press conferences, you have all that, and you just keep talking about right. it. Keep bringing awareness. Exactly. To it. That's it. You know what I mean? I think this is something that definitely has woken the world up that it needs to be there needs to be change. Yeah. There will be change. Um, and On again, all sides. There's, there's always all there's yeah. yeah, but there's always change. You always see it. If you look at where we were at years from now. I understand that um, we're not there yet. We're not even fucking close, yeah. obviously. You know what I mean? And right now, um, you know, it just it needs to be. It needs to I be think it opened everyone's eyes to how not close we are to where we yeah. think we should. Yeah. Well, especially because you get in this routine where you feel comfortable. Like, oh, yeah, no, we're good. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yep, no, we still got work to do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, there's obviously a lot of work to do. But it's, you know, it's about educating our kids. Yeah. Keeping our kids on, uh, you know, keep them, keep their minds open. Let them understand that there's human rights, right? Every human is, is given a right. Yeah. And um, at the end of the day, it's just you, you treat, it's like you said, your parents tell you, you treat everyone the way you want to be treated. And it's just, that's just, that's more real now than it's ever, in my opinion, ever has been. And that's, that's my responsibility and obligation as a parent. Um, I think we need to push that. If you're if you're a parent or if you're you know plan to be a parent, just making sure that 
no matter what you do, that's that's number one. Is that these kids? These kids are going to be what leads us, you know, into the future. So remember, racism. You're not born being a racist. You're taught it. Yeah. Yeah. So you, the color of someone's skin shouldn't determine how you're going to treat them. You should treat everyone how you would treat you. You want to be treated. Yeah. yeah. Facts. All right, fam. So with that, it is time to wrap this shit up. Thank you for listening, and please tune in to the next episode. Don't forget, if you like, hit subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and anywhere you get your major podcasts from. Visit us on our Instagram page, at Very Normal Opinion. See you next time. Deuces. Bye.